welcome to episode 148 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I am not a three-day weekend Chanel. I know, it's so unfair. The kids have Monday off, you don't have Monday off. You guys just get to play all day. I'm just going to party without you. <laughs> we'll have food ready for you. Okay. At lunch. I'll take it. And stuff, that's good. Yeah, it's actually like... You know, in a way, it's kind of nice to only have to, like, get myself up. Yeah, it's true. We can sleep in. It's not like a, an alarm. I'm, like, getting out of the shower and, and you guys are still asleep. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because there's something in my brain. Like, when you're not here, when yeah, you're, you're at work, late. I never get the kids to school late. Like, I always get up, but it's like my body knows... Oh, Janelle's here. It She'll get us me. up. It does. It's like she's she's coming out of the shower. You can get ready fast. Just let her wake you up. Like, I don't know what it is. Because I don't get the kids late to school. One time I was like, I mean, I was like working in my room that I do online school in. And it was like five minutes before the kids had to be on. And I'm like, what? Why are you still sleeping? You didn't come wake us up. I was working. Well, that's the world we live in now. <laughs> the good For thing now. is all they have to do is shuffle in front of their computers. <laughs> Luke always laughs because he does it in his room and he has to walk past his desk from his bedroom to the bathroom. So he's like, oh, sometimes if I get up in the middle of the night I have to go potty, I have to walk past school to get to the bathroom. <laughs> That's cute. I know. They're so cute. Well, uh, it's been a, a fun week since we spoke last, and I think we should jump into the news and start telling people about it. Let's do it. If you could rate and review us on uh, whatever you listen to our podcasts on, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, tune in to name a few. Those are all possibilities anyway. Yes. You could also email us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, that's where we're telling our stories about 28 and 28 amongst other things. If you want some ideas to keep fit at home. Yeah. We're the people who can tell you that. <laughs> Only us. It's no pretty, one else. like, low impact, too, so. Some of it is. Also, please like our Facebook page and join the Facebook group. We would be highly appreciative if you would do so. And uh, with that, what's been going on with us here in the past week, Janelle? Well, so I was doing some plot booking with you all. Puzzle, Lego, and scrapbooking combined. Yes. yes. So in particular, I was doing the scrapbooking part. And I had ordered some scrapbooking pages on the interweb. Mm-hmm. And they were the wrong size. So then you had to just order scrapbooks to match the pages, plus more pages to match your other scrapbooks. Is that what well, you're I'm me? running out of room in one. I've I've gotten to 2005, January. Wow. 2005, guys, and I'm running out of room in that scrapbook. So. By the time you get to 2020, it will be like 2040. Yeah. Luckily, the big pages fit into. 
I got one with a world map on it for our Europe trip. And I also got one with a cruise ship on it for our cruises. Now, the cruises we took up until 2005 won't <laughs> be in there. But don't worry. We've been on two Alaska cruises, a Mexican Riviera cruise, another Disney cruise. Am I missing another one? Remember what it was like when you used to like be able to go out and do things? Oh, well, nice. it's coming up uh, this Sunday, um, February 14th. Valentine's Day is the $100,000 episode of AFE. So tune in to see our video again and see if we won. That's right. $100,000. Also, uh, just another little reminder, the episode that I'm on of the Yesteryear Ballyhoo Review podcast, where we talk about uh, My Man Godfrey, is coming out very soon, so you should definitely check that out. Remember, there is adult language uh, involved in that show, so, you know. Don't listen don't with listen your kids. Don't listen for your kids or at work, out loud, or whatever like that. But um, if you want to hear me talk with Zach Eastman, who's a very cool dude, about... My Man Godfrey and the yesteryear of film, then you should listen to that. So I found this thing uh, this week that I want to share with you guys. I told Janelle a little bit about it, but I was cleaning off my desk a bit, which this will give you an indication of how often that (laughs) happens. Uh, And I came across a to-do list, and I do this often. I'll I'll write myself a to-do list just to help remember to do the things I'm supposed to do. And it ranges everything from, like, you know, pop box music, podcast things, to cleaning up around the house, or who I need to make a phone call to, or whatever. Um, and I always put the date on there so I can keep track of, like, when it was. Um, not I don't, like, scrapbook them or anything like that. But, you know, that way if I come across it, I'll remember, like, oh, I was supposed to do this. This is from a week ago. Shoot. You know, um, I can keep track. And then if I do find them, I know when to throw them away. So I came across this one. Um, And it's, I don't know, probably the last one that I actually made out because of this last year. Um, The date at the top is February 28th, 2020, was when I wrote this um, to-do list. And if you are aware of what's been going on in the world outside, you probably can gauge about when this was. So, um, I always put Toto at the top. It looks like Spanish for all, but it's to-do. And um, I'm not going to read the whole thing because there are 52 items on the list. Yes, please don't. But I'm going to give you some highlights of what was on my to-do list in February of 2020. Here we go. That's just a couple weeks before stay-at-home orders in California. Um, Right off the bat, the top thing was post-Mandarian Orange Show. So, Good good. thing you did that. Well, apparently so, because here we are. I also, uh, let's see... Oh, right here, it was, says that I was supposed to get in touch with James Riley to record our uh, guest spot with him. We did that, we did that. Jack. Took a while to do that, but we got that going. Um, start our Patreon uh, account for this website, for our show. Mm, we haven't done that haven't yet, done but that we're thinking yet. of doing that, guys. Um, we got a few things we got to get into place, okay. but if you guys would be interested in that, let us know. Send us a message or something like that to let us know that's something you might be interested in. If you don't know what that is, we'll go through it when we get closer to <laughs> it there. Next, uh, R.B. Brown CDs. We released those. Check. That happened. Yep, that came out. Prune Trees. Well, that's I mean, on my to-do list again because it's already it's that, time, that of time of year again. Dispose of Trampoline. 
Now, <laughs> we had an old trampoline that the, you know, the bouncy part ripped through because it was old and been outside for a long time. So for Christmas, was it last year Christmas? Or 2019 Christmas. Yes. We got the kids a new trampoline. And the old one was sitting out there and on the list was to dispose of it. It's big, right? And part of it is still sitting out there. Mm, the metal part. Yeah, the big metal frame. You said you want to recycle it. Yeah, instead of just throw that in the trash. All the, like, you know, ripped up net and the trampoline part itself, that's all thrown out. But the big metal parts um, we'll take to recycling. And that still hasn't gotten done yet. It's been a long, slow process. <laughs> um, let's see. Here's another one. Clear, free stuff from Garage. We've done a little bit of that. No, that stuff's all sitting there still. What free stuff? All the stuff that we put in there and we said, we're just going to give this away for free on your free website. We did. We got rid of like three boxes no, not, during the pandemic. Not during the pandemic. Yes, we did. Well, there's still boxes and boxes. I'm the just whole saying, front of our garage. I can is free prove it stuff. to you on Facebook. Okay, that may be. Um, let's see. Unpacked bo- boxes in garage, organized playroom, and organized living room is all on here. All of those still need to be done. <laughs> I've given up on that. I mean, I like. I look around and I go, okay, like. This would have never gotten done. This would have never gotten done. This would have never gotten done. So there are things we've done. Just not as much as yeah. I had hoped. Okay, but here is the real important thing that I wanted to point out. Um, down here, uh, number 30 on the list of uh, 52 things. Research for France trip over spring break. <laughs> now, I always like to do research, you know, read up about where we're going to be, what things are there in the area to see, what about the history of the area, any cultural things we should know, language, obviously, if we're going to a place that speaks another language. I was practicing my French yeah. on Duolingo. So that was on my to-do list is get that stuff done, you know, be aware of that, get the maps in order, that kind of thing. Uh, then next after that is book summer vacation hotels. We'd already booked a lot of it. But we still had a few hotels mm-hmm. and some other things we need to arrange for on that trip. We'd already booked the airfare and the cruise and some hotels. Huh. I. What's the date on that? February 28th. I thought we'd canceled it by then. No, no, we didn't. Hmm. No, it wasn't until in March that we actually did. Because remember, it didn't. It got canceled for us on our behalf. Yeah. We were thinking about it then, but at that point, we still needed to like plan and get stuff ready because we thought we were going through with it then. It wasn't until the beginning of March that we started hearing rumblings that maybe we weren't going to do it, you know. It also says then to book Lake Tahoe, which we were going to do with my parents this summer. later on in the summer, and um, that didn't happen either. But we used, because your parents got us a like cabin for a week. For Christmas, so we transferred that to save it, so we did have a spring break trip. That's when we went to the cabin in Northern right. California. So it kind of that part kind of happened, but that's not what I was referring to yeah. here. Yeah, that wound up being replaced there. So uh, that never happened. And then also, it says to book the May second show. I had a concert planned for May second. We had mm-hmm. um, well, I had most of it booked, but we was looking for one other band and. Obviously, that got canceled as well. Um, and finally, one last thing that I wanted to put on here. We had write script. And, uh, well, Janelle and I have been working on something. We're not going to go into great detail no, or anything no. like that. 
but uh, we, we did. We did start that. We've been working on a script together for like a screenplay, um, for a movie, you know, and um, it's I think it's really good, and I'm excited for it. It is. And who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen here? But it's gonna be good stuff. We'll we'll keep you guys posted on it, and we'll tease about it. It's still in the early planning stages, but I really like I like it a lot, and I'm excited. We could tell them the genre. What would you call the genre? Oh, rom com. Rom com, but it's a little drum com, like a little dramedy. Mm-hmm. It'll make you cry. I guess that's what a rom com does, but it's a little more drum. I think. Yeah. A drum rom com. A drum com. Drum com. It's great. Drum com. Hashtag drum com. And. Uh, That's pretty much it. I mean, I have a lot of things on here I still haven't done that I need to get to, so I'm not going to throw it out. But what I do, instead of, like, keeping... I mean, obviously, I don't keep these forever, but when I make a new list is I go through the old list and copy over anything Mm. that didn't get finished and then add the new stuff to it. So, and then I dispose of the old list. But that's how long it's been since I cleaned up my desk. How long it's been. That's the last uh, to-do list that I made. So, there we go. That's our news. And with that, it's time to talk about the other big thing from this week, our 28 in 28. 28! So we've kept with it. We're seven days in. As of now, as of this recording. Obviously, people are going to be hearing it a little bit later. You've lost a few poundies. A couple, yeah. It's good. I haven't weighed in yet. I like to do it daily. I and like to spread it out. Because when you do it daily, like it fluctuates. You go down a bit and up a bit and down a bit. But hopefully it's a general downward trend. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. I'm but not. you don't like that. You like to see like bigger results. Yes. And I get that. Because it gets you down if you go up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to me, I want to know exactly what's going on. And it's fun. Well, and it's a whole process. We don't have like a, a scale that you just step on real quick. We have the We Fit that we yeah. hang in on, and you have to go through a whole process. We've had bathroom scales, but they just always break, and they get gross in the bathroom, and I don't know. I mean, we could get another one to make it faster, but it kind of feels like, what's the point when we have It makes thing? it so I don't get down, so. What do you mean? Like, when I'd hop on the scale in the bathroom, it would fluctuate like that, and I'd get sad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. so then this way it's, I mean, it doesn't take a long time, but it does take about five minutes if you yeah. want to do it, you know, as opposed to just standing on it in two seconds. Right. Uh, to me, I like the game aspect of it, though. Even even yeah. just that little bit makes it fun, so. We've done some hiking. We've done our walking to bad movies. Yes. Like, like badly made. Poor, poorly made movies, yes. <laughs> yes. And we've also done uh, some Ring Fit the last few days. Yes, and Ring Fit definitely is the most aerobic. Like, I'm actually sweating, and I get pink cheeks. I would say the hike also does that to you. Oh, the hike does that to me, too, yeah. But the Ring Fit, though, does exercise, like, different muscle groups and stuff. Yeah, I... um, I'm really enjoying it. I might uh, do that a lot. Yeah. Well, I left it set up for you, so all you have to do is turn it on. Well, I do have one more episode of a show, though, that okay. I want to finish tomorrow, so. For those that don't know, Ring Fit is, like, on the Nintendo Switch. It's a cool exercise software that comes with, like, physical 
input devices where like one thing strapped around your leg and the other thing is like a ring that you hold in front of you that's a resistance thing that you can yeah. squeeze together or pull apart and then it guides you through exercises and basically you're playing an RPG adventure video game type of thing. And time flies because you have to do like exercise moves to defeat the monsters. Yeah, and, and you have to run to like get to like the stage. you have to like suck up coins and you pull it out and... It's, I mean, it is an intense workout. It, even more so, like the Wii Fit and Wii Fit Plus and all those things, if you really want to, you can get a good workout. Yeah. But it's easy to do those and just kind of get a mild workout. Yeah. This Whereas is, this one, you can't, if you're actually doing the game, you can't help it. It's intense. And you can set it up to, like, I want it to be more intense. I want it right, to be right. less intense. I go for the medium. Yeah, I have it on medium, too. And so. it's a lot. It's... It's really good. I mean, Audrey and Luke have been doing it, too. And, like, Audrey's been saying she feels all sore, but she can feel her muscles. And she's all excited about it. You know, yeah. it's cute. So, it's pretty good. I, I'm very... I'm into it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we've been doing that. And uh, we've also... I've been doing my weights every day as well. I've, I've kept up with that every day since January 1st. And I have been doing weights, too. Not every day. I didn't know about this. Janelle didn't tell me she was using my weights, and I don't think she's been wiping them down, guys. Yeah, he told me, did you wipe them down? <laughs> like, That's what they do at a gym, right? Yes, but we're in the same household. Still, I don't want your gross sweat on me. I don't sweat on them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, no, in all seriousness, uh, I've enjoyed that very much. It's been a challenge, and I can feel muscles in my body that yeah. haven't been there for a while. I punched you in your chest the other day. Yeah, well, at my request to feel yeah, my muscles. Yeah, you're like, punch me, punch me, and I punched you. Your punch is like a tickle, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say. I'm not very... Uh, Strong. <laughs> well, I mean, you're a strong woman in a lot of ways, just not your upper body strength. <laughs> Never been able not in to your do arms. chin up. The uneven bars in gymnastics class really gave me a run for my money. I just know when, like, you're like, oh, I'm going to rub your shoulders, and you're like, is that too hard? I'm like, are you even touching it right now? Like, you got to stand on it for me to feel it, you know? <laughs> Anyway, uh, we would love to hear what you guys are doing. If you guys have been doing your 28 and 28 exercises, write in, let us know um, what's going on. Or if you want to hear any hot tips for other things that you can do around the house to stay in shape, um, you know. We're your go-to. Sure, We're for not now. like uh, personal trainers or anything. But... No, we have no professional experience whatsoever. <laughs> but we'll tell you stuff. We'll <laughs> tell you how to do it anyway. <laughs> I'll basically get my opinion about anything if put on the spot to do so. So, you know, just let me know. Let me know what you want to know. That's 28 and 28. Oh, yeah, and we haven't had pork yet. So no. that's good, too. Thanks, Ben. No pork. There we go. I realize that's a small little bit, but it's there. All right, we have a quick vacation pants update. Put on your vacation pants. It's been a minute since we've been on a vacation. It has. And um, that's kind of sad because it means that this segment is sadly neglected. Yes, very much so. So, um, Phil and I came up with an idea that we are hoping you guys will participate in. Um, we're looking for people to send in a quick four-minute 
audio up to four minutes up to four no minutes. no more than four could minutes. be less yes of crazy vacation stories yes we want to hear a travel story from you it could be uh anything i mean funny would be ideal but scary or adventurous or whatever yeah. something cool um record yourself with any kind of microphone it doesn't have to be professional yeah. you know that's okay and send it to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com yes um, you could probably, if it's a large enough audio file like that, you might have to, uh, you know, share it. But that's pretty easy to do if you've got a Gmail account. So if you need help with that, you can write us an email and ask us how to do that type of thing. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I've been doing audio for my classes and stuff for school. And Google Drive has a pretty good audio feature. That you can record. Yeah. But it could even be something as simple as recording on your phone if you've got mm. that. Like, you know, just something good. You don't have to have any fancy setup. But we would love to hear your travel stories so we can put them in the Vacation Pants segment. Yes. Now, a couple things, too. If you do submit, you know, we reserve the right to post the ones that we find, you know, that are good. And if there's something inappropriate, we may not include that or whatever. Um, and I also may edit it down just for time and, you know, to punch it up a little bit. So if you submit, be aware that that mm-hmm. may be the case. Nothing personal, but I like to trim stuff down and it'll make you sound the best that you can sound. So yes. That sounds interesting. Drop us an email and tell us uh, what your uh, story is going to be. You can email us. We can help you figure it out. Show at gmail.com. Send us your vacation stories. Sweet. And with that, it's time to do our uh, newest segment, Truths and Lies. Truths and Lies. All right, is it my turn to go first this week, I believe? I think it is. All right, here's my three. We're gonna we're taking it back to the late 80s and early 90s here for this one. You ready? Ready. For those that are not familiar with our new game, this is sort of like two truths and a lie, uh, where we will make three statements about ourselves, and in this case, at least one of them has to be true, but it could be two or all three of them true. It does not have to be uh, the same pattern. That way it makes it more challenging for Janelle and I. We're trying to stump each other, but we're also hoping to stump you guys, so play along from home. All right, you ready? Ready. Here we go. Here are my three statements. My first guitar was a red flying V. Do you know what a flying V is? Yeah. Okay. Number two, my first VHS tape, like that I owned, was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Hmm. And three, my first upside down roller coaster was the corkscrew at Knott's Berry Farm. All right. Have at it. Hmm. I've heard these stories. I just don't know if they were your first. Okay. Well, that's the game tonight. All right. I'm going to say your first guitar was not a red flying V. Do you know what it was? I think it was a Ticomomone or something. Ticomo. I'm going to translate Janelle speak for you guys. I believe we're saying like a Takamini. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm Like an acoustic say. guitar, you mean? 
I thought it was. Okay, no, I'm asking. Is that what your that's what your guess is? My guess is you had an acoustic. An Takumini acoustic. You think is my first guitar? That's what I currently have right now. Just FYI. I'm telling, I know, but no, I'm I feel listeners. like you had one before, but I could be wrong. Um, your first VHS tape was Robin Wood, Robin Wood, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Gosh, yes, it's kind of late. Okay, well. Do you think that's true or not? It's kind of late, but... I will make this clarification. This is like a purchased one, you know, like with the artwork. Mm-hmm. Like, we had VHS tapes that you taped off, off of TV, TV long before whatever. This is the first one that I, like, bought, you know. I didn't actually buy it. This was, it was a gift. Um, but the first one that I own I'm going to say, sure, yes. You think that's true? Okay. Um, and your first upside down roller coaster was Corkscrew. I'm pretty sure you told me it was Montezuma's Revenge, not Corkscrew. So I'm going to say no. Okay, so you say false, true, false is what you're saying. Yes. All right, well, you did get them all, but you were wrong about some details. I'm sure. I'm not going to get the details. Okay, but all right. I'm just happy I was right. So my first guitar was not a Red Flying V, but it also was not a, a Takamini. It a Takamono? It wasn't acoustic at all. I had My first guitar was an electric guitar. I... And it was a black Flying V. That's the tricky part. Oh. There. Yes, it was a oh, Flying V guitar. I thought that's what tricky because I was talking about my old Flying V electric I guitar. I knew you had a Flying V. It was I a just... Kramer was the brand name. And... Uh, I wound up selling it somewhere in high school to buy, like, something else. I don't even remember what I bought with it. Which I'm kind of sad I don't still have it because it was kind of rad. It was, in some ways, it was rad. It looked rad. But it also was really frustrating because it had, like, locking. Uh, you had to use, like, a little Allen wrench to unlock the the fret to, like, tune it. Because it was supposedly nice. like you would lock it down so that it wouldn't go out of tune very easily. But it did. <laughs> and then I would have to, like unlock it and tune it and then lock it back up again. It's a real pain in the neck. I don't know. I probably was doing something wrong with it, but one way or another, I got frustrated with it and sold it off. But it did look really cool. just can't imagine you selling anything off. Well, I sell a lot of stuff off. <laughs> you, you... But something that precious. Well, that's how irritating the locking mechanism <laughs> is. Um, and also, I got like 100 bucks out of it, so, you know. Yeah. Um, and I also, when I bought it, I bought that and a, an amp that went with it and I got them, I have an amp still, just not the guitar. And I had, I got them both off of the penny saver. Oh, I loved penny saver. Yeah, my parents saver. drove me down we like went to this guy's house and bought it from him. So there you go. Uh, my first VHS tape was Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. I think yes. it was a birthday present from mom and dad. Mm. Um, we just, again, we didn't like buy them back then. It just seems late. Well, it's not that late. What year did that come out? I don't even remember. I thought it was 91. Yeah. Why? We didn't, like, VHS tapes were expensive before that. I remember that. This is like when they started doing, like, the cardboard box sleeves. Yeah. You know, when it was, like, somewhat affordable. But a movie was, like, $30 even then. Yeah. So before that, they were, like, 80 bucks. Yeah. Crazy. Um, and then my first upside down roller coaster, you're right, was Montezuma's Revenge at Knott's Berry Farm. Mm-hmm. But Corkscrew was my second, so. And Mine was Revolution. That was probably my at third. Magic Mountain. That was probably my third. All right. That's mine. So I mildly stumped you. 
I mean, you got all the answers right, but I did get some details on you. Okay. You ready for mine? I'm ready. Okay. Test my brain. First of all, mine are all food-based. Okay. Oh, you did a theme this time. I did. Okay. I did a theme last time, too. I did jobs that I That's true, that you aspired to. Okay. So, I used to eat tuna sandwiches on a regular basis, like once a week. I know. Well, I'm going to... I guess I shouldn't say it out loud Don't so people can yet. play along. They're playing along. Okay. Um, powdered milk was my jam. We didn't even have regular milk. I just go get myself a glass of powdered milk. You liked it, you're saying, mm-hmm. by saying it was your jam, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't really like milk. Okay. But there was something about powdered milk. Okay. And then. Um, Bologna and ketchup sandwiches were my favorite sandwich for probably about a three-year period of my childhood. All right, let's go through these here. The first one, what's the first one again? I ate tuna fish once a week. I know that's true. You've told me that before because you didn't realize it was fish. Yeah, I didn't realize it was fish. And so you, um, you liked it until you realized there was fish in it. I think probably the same reason you don't really do Caesar salad so much anymore. Yeah, I still love Caesar's salad at certain places. Yeah, like but then you'll get it and you're like, oh, it's too fishy. I can't have it. It does depend how fishy it is. Um, and what was the other thing that you didn't know was fishy? Oh, well, clam chowder. Didn't you say you used to eat clam chowder? Um, I did until I ate a rubbery clam. Yeah, yeah. Rubbery I know it's not clam. fish, but seafood. Um, okay, and then what was the second one? Powder milk. I think that's true. I feel like I heard you talking about that. I know you don't like milk or you don't really care for milk that much. When you have a bowl of cereal, you just put enough in it to get it like damp. Mm-hmm. You don't even like. Today I ate a very crunchy yeah. bowl of cereal. I liked, I mean, mine is like equal parts. <laughs> like it's, the milk has to be above the top of the cereal. Because then you got all that great milk to drink later. So I think that that's true. Because I feel like I remember, because we talked about it. My parents went through a powdered milk phase as well. It's cheap. There are some things I like about it. Like, for instance, if you're making chocolate milk, mm. you put some powdered milk in with the Nesquik. Yeah. And then you mix that up. That's good stuff. We definitely did not have that in my household. Well, I'm just saying that's that's a thing that is good. <laughs> but in general, like powdered milk with cereal, like I hated that. Because basically they put a little powder over your cereal and then pour like water over it and then mix it together and it just... It was never for me. I did not care for that. Okay. But I think that you did. And so okay. I'm going to say, I think that's true. And was the last one? Bologna. bologna and ketchup. I don't think you've ever enjoyed that. I know you probably ate bologna, but I don't think you ate bologna and ketchup. Okay. So you only got one right. Oh my gosh. Really? <laughs> okay. Let's hear it. Okay. So tuna fish, you were right about. I knew you were going to get I that I knew one. that story well. Powder milk is disgusting and gross. I would never drink that, and I'd gag it down when my mom would make it. Right. It was part of her daycare, you know, yeah. supply of food. Well, I knew we'd talked about it, but I couldn't remember. And then when you said the thing about how you don't really care for milk now, I'm like, well, that's true. <laughs> so I thought I'm a really good me. liar. You're good. You're tricky. And bologna ketchup sandwiches, um, my stepdad... Made them. That's gross. And I love. No, I like, They make me like hurl now, but I loved them. I liked bologna sandwiches as a kid. 
Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but bologna and ketchup? No. Oh, gosh. They were so You put good. mustard with bologna and mayonnaise. No. It was just like ketchup and Ugh. bologna. We're going to make people gag just listening to this. <laughs> it was a thing. I believe it. I'm just saying that for me. In the 80s. And I did like it fried, too. I like it cold. like it fried. Oh, I got to stop. I'm grossing. I'm getting grossed out, but. My yeah, bologna. I stumped you again. I am impressed. I'm impressed. Well, at least I, I knew that tuna story, though. Because yes. I still thought... I and remember, you can always verify these through my family members. Oh, I you believe know, it. I would not... Even though I'm a good liar, I'm not lying about this. Well, the part that made me laugh, I remember when you told me about the tuna. Because I'm like, what did you think was... It's called tuna. That's the name of a fish. I didn't know that was a fish. <laughs> Just thought it was me. I also loved devil's deviled ham. Did you ever have deviled yeah, ham? Yeah, that's like a can, like a spam type of thing, right? Oh, so good. Yeah. And then I can't. My eat dad that went now. through a spam phase. I don't know if he still likes spam. I I was okay with it sometimes, but once you get that like gelatinous like Ugh. stuff they pack it in. You know what else I liked as a kid that I cannot believe I ate is Vienna sausages. Do you remember those? Yeah, I was never into those. Oh, and I remember, like, I liked to, like, drink the, like, <laughs> gelatin stuff it was in. Stop! As a kid. I'm going to throw up. It makes me sick now, too. Like, I can't imagine. But Ugh. I loved those as a kid. I remember just eating them out of the can. So gross. Yeah. Why Kids is it that we, like... are gross. I would never eat that now. Like, you couldn't make me eat it. Mm-mm. No way. That's as gross as cottage cheese and your mac and cheese. Mm, it's on the same level. <laughs> you ate it and loved it. All right. Well, I'm going to put um, Vienna sausages in the next time I make pot stickers for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mix them in. I'm You'll sure. never know. I'm the one who does the grocery shopping. I can grocery shop, too. You know, I'm capable of it. No. I am not too. Not right now. Maybe not right now, but generally. You're not going to sneak Vienna sausages. Every time you sneak a cottage cheese, I'm going to sneak a Vienna sausage. I didn't sneak it. It was very much there. You just tell me not. To, you said don't tell me what's in it. All right. So I'm going to go get a pack of bologna and Vienna sausages, and I won't tell you what it's in. Sound Whatever. Good? You put your spicy chili sauce What if I things. did? What if I snuck bologna into something, and you liked it? And then I told you there's bologna in it. Would you still eat it? Sure. Vienna sausages? Sure. What if I told you the sauce was made out of the gelatinous stuff that the Vienna sausages was packed in? Sure. And you liked it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're such a liar. <laughs> I just know you won't eat those things either. I didn't say I would eat it. I said you would No, like you it. have to eat it too. I eat the stuff I feed you. It's true. All right, we'll see. We'll come up with something here. All right, what are we moving on to now? We got some quick movies to discuss. Movie time. So, we're continuing on with our classic series. Yes, we have watched The Parent Trap 2. Now we finished that. And started Parent Trap 3. Yes. Remember originally we watched the first Parent Trap and then the remake. Now Parent Trap 2. Is when both sisters are adults. One sister is divorced. Sharon is divorced. Susan is married. And Sharon's kid is trying to get her mom to marry the dad of one of her friends Friends. from school. And they were successful. Well, and, well, spoiler alert. Jeez, someone hasn't watched it. Sorry. 
what if someone doesn't watch Parent Trap 1986. Too? And um, they, this daughter calls up Aunt Susan to come help. and help and trick them into getting married by fake dating the guy, pretending she's her sister so and dating creepy. him. It is. And she's married, but her husband's like away because he's a pilot or something. And then I guess, spoiler alert too, the twist is that in the end, the mom, Sharon, finds out she's doing it. And so she calls up her sister's husband and he shows up with she her. She copper traps her. Yeah. With her like in in disguise at a date that they're on. And oh, ho, ho, but it's all fine and they get married in the end. So then we started watching Parent Trap 3, which I remember the triplets. The big yeah. thing was the triplets. Right. The Wyatt triplets. And that's how they sucked me in. But now Susan's divorced from her pilot husband, like, yeah. two years later. Two years later, now she's divorced. We only, we haven't finished it yet, to be fair, but we're, like, halfway through. But you only see a tiny glimpse at the very beginning of the two sisters, Sharon and together. Susan, together. And she's, like, a side, like, tertiary character. It's all about this new family with the triplets, and she's, like, barely in it so far. And we are halfway through. We'll see. I think she might be coming into it more. She's the love interest. I think maybe they're they're gonna trap her. Why would she be divorced? I guess, but it's just a little. It's getting a little ridiculous now. Very ridiculous. So, yeah, that's Parent Traps. And you you like don't see any recurring characters from Parent Traps. Yeah, her husband that she married, or the daughter, or any of the other people. None of them are in it. So. They had more recurring characters in the remake with Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> um, and then for our workout video, you know, we've been, you know, watching movies while we do our 28 and 28. We watched The Giant Gila Monster. Which is one of my favorite B-bad movies because it's so bad. It was so much talking. B-movies from the 50s and 60s, like, they didn't, like, those sci-fi ones... They had that stuff in there, but then the plot would never really had anything to do with that. And, like, they, you could cut out the giant Gila monster, just edit out those scenes, and you'd have a totally different movie. I mean, you'd have the same movie, just without that part. Right? Right. And, on top of that, the amount of giant Gila monster you actually see... And it's so... It's minuscule. ...bad. Like, it's obviously just a lizard in a... Aquarium. Yeah, because they never even try to show people in the same shot. They don't no. even like superimpose it. No. They show a picture of a lizard, then they show people going, ah, then they show a lizard, and then, ah. It's so bad. But most of the time, they just show a lizard and nothing even happens. No. It's Nine just times like out of ten. walking around. Yeah. It's not aquarium, terranium. Terranium, sure. It's just walking around. It's terranium. Terrarium? Terranium. All right. Whatever you say. Mandarian. It's the premise of the show. So then we watched the Mystery Science Theater 3000 of it, which was great. That had some great... Great bits. Gags. The older ones are harder for the kids to follow some... Like, they do a lot of pop culture stuff from, like, 1991. <laughs> and so there's definitely more stuff that they don't get. But there's plenty of timeless gags as well. So we went through and looked up the more recent years. Yeah, we got some good ones. And we got some good ones there. We'll watch some more recent ones. Audrey and Luke were like rolling around on the floor. Well, we still got some good like 
like knees up yeah, from trying to heal them. Like we didn't even notice, but the the main guys kept putting their knees up. Like, like every Michael scene. Scott yeah. in the office where he puts his knee up to talk to Jim at his desk. It was like that times fifty. Yeah, every single scene. And that's one of the genius things about Mr. Science Theater. Like, I've noticed, I've watched that movie a million times, but then you listen to them talk about it, and they pick out all these little details that, like... You just never thought of. I love it. I love that. That's great. That was our movies for the week. Um, Let's do a quick Couch Potato Corner. Tell people what else we've been watching. Couch Potato Corner. This CPC. So, COVID Bachelor is still in full swing. Yeah? Yes. He got rid of all the riffraff last week. Well, there's one girl named MJ. She's still riffraffed. I prefer Gwen Stacy, personally. You would prefer her to this MJ, definitely. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah, because she's mean. I was just saying that to get a (laughs) Spider-Man reference in there. Just trying Um, to bring it back to some form. So, yes... Watching um, Bachelor still. It's exciting. And uh, guess what? The new Bachelorette's coming out soon. Get this. It never stops, you guys. It never stops. Well, because they can't travel the world right now. They got to do it in one location so that everybody can be, like, isolated. Well, they were going to do it at this resort in Canada. Canada, my Canada. Canada said, no, thank you. <laughs> Turned them down. Oh, I love Canada even more now. They were like, no way you're going to shoot a TV show here. <laughs> They're like, no, no, but we'll like close down the resort. And I was just saying, nope. Canada, I love you. <laughs> so now they're scrambling to find where they're going to shoot. What if they did the a Bachelor in Yukaipa? What would you do? Oh, my gosh. I would like. Be a looky loo. What kind of activities would they do if they were in Yukaipa? I mean, they, they Oakland, go up apple, apple picking, picking, right? That's pretty much it. <laughs> go to the regional park. They got water slides at the There's regional the park. Adobe. It's true. Go on a historical tour. The historical Adobe. Water slides and hiking. A lot of hiking. Yeah. That's good. Well, they did it really close to us. Last year's bachelorette was in Palm Springs, yeah. and I recognized a lot of the areas that they. But I'm saying in Yukaipa specifically, if they had to be here. Are there any other things? Sure. They could do it around the... Tams. The music festival. Oh, yeah. Great restaurants. <laughs> Tonight we're going out to get Mexican food. But they'd have to go through, like, the drive-thru and do, yeah. like... they go through the drive-thru at Fat Greek. That'd be, a, <laughs> that'd be an episode. That'd be awesome. Mm, hey, we haven't had Fat Greek in a while. That's true. I want, I want a Euro. Oh, so you refuse to say words like uh, terrarium, right? But you'll say euro? Well, I used to say gyro. Mm-hmm. And then you got embarrassed? And then when I actually went to a Greek restaurant, that was embarrassing. Yes, it was. <laughs> um, okay, so moving on. We finished Harvey Beaks. On Hulu. Yeah. And it was so sweet and perfect. Don't you love and it? And I'm glad you guys made me watch it. I know. It was Even hard to get I you to watch like animated. another cartoon. I just did Gravity Falls. But doesn't it just show you, like, the value? Like, animation can do so much. Like, it was a powerful show. And it did something. Like, you could never do that show live action. No. 
It just, it was beautiful, right? It was great. You cried at the end. I did cry. It's, it's It was so good. There were a couple cryy ones. There's several the throughout. Harvey Beaks, it's great. I mean, obviously you can watch it with little kids. Um, I mean, it is probably like, you know, there's some toot jokes and things of that nature. So, if, you yeah. know, your eight-year-old will probably be fine it, with it. It's probably f- more for like middle elementary school yeah. age. Or, and up, you know. It's so good. Um, we're so watching Seinfeld. I think we're on season four. Season five. Good season try. five. Yes, I love and it so much. We watch several episodes a day. What's your favorite episode that you've seen thus far? Thus far? Or your favorite Elaine bit? Because I know she's always your favorite part. I love Elaine. She's, I just identify with her a lot. I don't know. There's so many good ones. I think as they've gone along, they're starting to do more, like, bad stuff. I think maybe the mm-hmm. early seasons, they were less, like, despicable. But now it's, yeah. they're doing more and more things that are, like... They're more dis- despicable. Yeah, more selfish, you know. Yeah. Not everything. They still have their moments, but they're definitely becoming more self-centered. And a part of it, I think, is just, it's because of the humor in it. Like, the more and more ridiculous things they break up with their dates about. Elaine uh, breaking up with her boyfriend because he doesn't use an exclamation point correctly, you know. Um, Jerry breaking up with someone who has a bad laugh. You know, I mean, it just goes on and on. Right. I I don't know. Probably puffy shirt. The puffy shirt. Oh, it's pretty. Well, funny. I want to be a pirate. There's so many good ones though. I I never watch one and be like, oh, that was a lame one. Yeah. Like you just don't say it. There's they're always funny. I mean, there's some that are like ultimate epic and then just really funny ones. Yeah. You know? So, I've been enjoying that, and then. I don't know if I told you guys. I think you did, but, but just in case. I did finish Emily in Paris, and um, they are making season two, so. This one is Emily in Bangkok. No, she's going to stay in Paris. Though. Emily in, no, you sure, Madrid? It's Emily in Paris. I think it would be more interesting interest, if it was Emily in different cities. Her love interest was going to move. To where? To another part of France. Emily and Marseille. And, uh, spoiler alert. No, I won't say. It's too recent of a show. Yeah. But, um, then I started, um, Briggerton. I think it's Bridgerton. No, it's Briggerton. What? There's a D in it. It's not Bridgerton. Why is there a D? I don't think there's a D in the actual show. I'm not sure. All right, I'm looking it up while you tell us about it. I'm this telling thing. you they say Briggerton in the show because I used to say Bridgerton. All right. Well, I haven't watched it, so I don't know. Um, and I have one more episode of that. And, um, yeah, it's amazing. It's a period piece, like, Sense and Sensibility, Jane Austen time period. We are looking at how to pronounce the name of this American streaming television period drama series. How do you go about saying it? Bridgerton. 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 That guy says Bridgerton. Bridgerton. That sounds right. That's what I said. No, you said... 
You said Briggerton. I said Bridgerton. Bridgerton? Yes. It's print. It's spelled like bridge. Bridgerton. Briggerton. It's not Briggerton. Brid Bridgerton. I don't know. That show on Netflix is the number one streaming show in the United States. It really is not something you can watch around kids. So keep that in mind. It is definitely um, has some scenes in it, mm. but I enjoy period pieces, as everybody knows. And this one's kind of like an alternate, an alternate history show. Now I finished Still Standing, which is the Canadian stand-up guy, mm -hmm. um, where he goes around in small towns, which I really like, and I do think you would enjoy. I finished all the stuff that's on. I think it's on Amazon Prime for free, but now there's like two more seasons, and he still did it up until like the beginning of the pandemic. I don't know if he's doing it now or what, but there's two seasons that aren't on there, so I gotta like track down those to see. Yeah, definitely. It's really good. I think you should give it a try. I think you would like it. It's it's funny. It's more like I mean, it is funny. He does like these stand-up shows, but he does them like targeted at the town, tells jokes about their friends and family and stuff. It's more just a really interesting travel log. It's an interesting way to present this look at all these little small towns and stuff. I, I don't find myself laughing out loud a ton, but I really, really, really like it. I'd probably like it then, because I, I like travel shows. I also found out that the guy who does it, Johnny Harris, um, he's in a long-running TV show, like a famous Canadian TV show. So I'd asked if we had any Canadian you know listeners earlier that might be able to fill us in. Um, but his long-running thing is the Murdoch Mysteries, and I haven't watched any of it yet, but I think it's been going for, like, 12 years or something like that. Hmm. Um, and he, you know, 2008, yeah, 12, it's from 2008 to present. And he's, like, one of the main roles. He's, like, the, I don't think he's the main guy. He's the, the constable who, I don't know, I haven't watched it, so I don't know exactly how it works, but he is a main role in the series. And he's really, really good, so... Highly recommend that if you guys are interested in such a thing. And, um, yeah. One other thing that we watched tonight, actually, with my brother. Um, we've been doing some uh, watchings with my brother. Um, we do a lot of stuff where we'll, like, watch with family. And it's funny because, like, when you do, like, a Zoom watch with someone, um, you don't really... Like, you do. Like, we talk a little bit. You hear each other laugh. But really... I don't know, it's just to feel like someone else is there, you know? I like it. I, like I do, too. Just, I like just, you know, because it's the same as, like, going to a movie, like, with a friend. Like, yeah. you're not really talking during the movie, right. but you're just experiencing it at the same time. When you laugh together and, yeah. you know, depending on and the context. And right after, you can talk about right. it. And depending on, like, you know, if you're in a movie theater, you don't talk. But you could, like, make a comment or something while you're watching it, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we watched with my brother. We watched The Hardy Boys, uh, the first episode. I don't even know what that was on because we just watched it from, we searched it on Firestick. So, I don't know. Yeah. One of our streaming services. Um, but it's really good. Like, I loved the Hardy Boys books as a kid and have read them throughout I the I really enjoyed the first episode. I think it's going to be a fun one to yeah. watch over and Zoom. And it's, like, PG, so, like, the kids are watching it mm -hmm. with us. That's cool. Um, I so. love anything the kids can watch with yeah. us. I, I don't know how close it sticks to, I mean, other than the basic premise of the books, you know, that they're 
teen sleuths that are brothers and their dad is a detective, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, it's great. Yeah, it, you knew a lot about uh, what was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, they got the setting episode. right. They got the names right. You know, they changed a few things around. But it's it's good. And I kind of like, too, that instead of... Because, you know, I thought it was going to be like each episode, the boys would solve a mystery. Which is how the books are, right? Yeah. Each book is. But... I feel like there's going to be a mystery, like a, maybe a couple mysteries that they'll solve throughout the season instead yeah, of each episode. I have a feeling that's it. I bet you we get like smaller stuff they solve along the way. Which I appreciate because I always thought in shows like Monk, it was like ridiculous. How many people are going to be murdered yeah. in the town he lives in, you know? I do love shows like that. Like I love Monk. And I always felt like there was a very simple way the writers could have fixed it. Because, you know, he works for the police. It's sort of like Sherlock Holmes. Although this happens sometimes to Sherlock Holmes, too. Like, when you work for the police, and he was in San Francisco, they're going to bring all their cases to you. So, all these crazy things that happen, they bring it to you and they bring you out to go yeah. solve it. But in Monk, they insisted on somehow he stumbled on yeah, all these crimes all the time. Upon it. I mean, he stumbled on, like, ten different murders at different times. Like, that doesn't happen in real life. No. So that did kind of suck you out. I've never stumbled upon a murder in my entire no, life. Ever. And Monk did one. And I know it happens week. sometimes to somebody, but definitely not multiple times. <laughs> Unless you are in the position of being a, you know, a, a law enforcement person where you're called to those situations. Right. So, anyway. That all being said, I loved uh, the first episode as well. And then finally, the last thing, and I can't believe we didn't actually write it down on our thing here, but the last one, and this one we're not going to say too much about because we don't want spoilers, but WandaVision. Watch it. On Disney+. Plus. It's amazing. If you're even remotely into the Marvel movies, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like, it's incredible. If you aren't familiar enough, like, when you're done with the episodes, look up, like, and it'll explain, you know, you can Google it and it'll explain. My favorite thing is to go to Twitter after the episode. Like, I don't go before, but I just search WandaVision and then everybody posts their theories and stuff. Yeah, except this is how it goes. I tell you all the stuff as we're watching it. Oh, yeah. And then you go on and it shows all the memes of, like, the husbands or boyfriends or whoever explaining mm-hmm. what we just saw. Like, I already, I, I already did that for you. Yeah, it's funny. So... It's fantastic, and if for some reason you're like, oh, I watched one episode and it didn't do it for me, like, watch the whole thing. Like, there's clearly more to it than yeah, just what the, it appears at first. what it appears. It's fantastic, and it's not that long. They're 20-minute episodes. There's five of them. You can take care of it. And you know what else we can take care of? This show! Wrapping up this show. That's right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Janelle, so much for recording. You're so very welcome. We, uh, we're excited about lots of good stuff coming up, and we would love to hear from you guys about all the things that we mentioned. And if you guys want to submit uh, your video or your, yeah, your audio recordings, rather, of your vacation stories, that would mm-hmm. be great. Um, you could also submit your uh, truths and lies, if you guys have one of those that you would like us to try to guess about you. I was thinking, too, if someone does want to submit one, so you can send it in two messages. Send us your questions first. We'll make the guess, and then we'll open your follow-up message with the answers. Yeah. That way we don't, like... And just subject title it. Don't open this Yeah, one. answers <laughs> or something like that. So, uh, so it doesn't spoil it. And Yay! I think that's going to do it for this episode, wife. I think so. 
Um, so thank you guys for listening. We'll see you again next week. We hope you're doing well. And for the Mandarian Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to. Mm-hmm.